Lower your expectations. Season 3, it's a hockey podcast and Lance, Coach, and Randall. And welcome to the Youth Hockey Podcast, uh, Season 3, Episode 25, I believe, I was told. Um, Absolutely. Less than one minute ago, which is good for me because I, I uh, don't have a good memory at this juncture. I'm on the slow, <laughs> sad. Uh, uh, yeah, I hate to tell you, we're actually at season 12, episode number three. Yeah, yeah you didn't know. We're actually 12 years into this, Raleigh. Or, are you, how many, it, it, I mean, I'm not gonna, that, how many know, times you get knocked out? You got knocked out a few times. Is that correct? Yeah, a number of times, a number of times. But yeah. you, you know what's even worse is like you when I was a kid, um, we used to, people, you know how they have all these, uh, like these really terrible, like TikTok challenges. It's like a TikTok challenge, uh, get that handgun and, you know, shoot the hollow points at your, at your brother. Uh, you know, it seems like every week they got, you know, there's some story about some person that's died doing some ridiculous thing. Damn, Raleigh, with, you just went so dark there. I mean, just in case you're wondering, I well, was like, I, I grew up in the wow. 70s. So yeah, uh, obviously <laughs> darkness in the 70s. Oh uh, my go together. God, you but, and hello darkness. My no, old uh, friend. We used go to ahead. do a thing where you would, uh, your friend, your buddy would um, like, you'd, you'd hyperventilate a lot and then they pick you up from behind and basically you'd be knocked out. You'd hold your breath and you'd be knocked unconscious and then they drop you down and then, wake you up sometime later. Hey, you were out. It's like, uh, we, we did this as a kid, as kids. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's brutal. By the way, we're beginning to hear like the torturous <laughs> upbringing of coach Raleigh. It's amazing <laughs> that you are functional, my friend, and you are more than functional. You are extremely good at what you did and what you do. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know how it happened, but well done. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I got, I got knocked out a few times, which we, we used we to can... shoot at each other with BB guns. Uh, my brother and I uh, would shoot at each other with BB guns. And uh, my mom had a steadfast rule uh, that we had to wear sunglasses when we did it. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, so she, so she's she given up on that. Don't eyes. shoot your brother yeah, with, the, yeah, with that, exactly. that gun. Given, Just, if yes, you're going to do she, it, protect the right. eyes. <laughs> That's right. She given up on the, on the, on the idea that we weren't going to shoot each other with BB guns. Right. She'd given up on that. And so she just like came in with, okay, okay, you have to wear sunglasses. Okay, we're like, okay, well, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll wear sunglasses as we shoot each other with BB guns. Yeah, yeah. it just shows, you know, how, how mothers uh, used to be. Oh, uh, there, God. There was none of this. So, uh, yeah, so every, everything was free range. Like we've talked about this before, you know, I used yeah. to, I'd, I'd go out like in the morning and uh, jump on my bike. And uh, my mother would just be like, well, you know, if you want a meal, it will be, there will be dinner. Uh, roughly uh, about the time it gets dark, uh, be home. If you're not here, you know, there probably won't be any dinner. And that was yeah. pretty much the parameters. And we'd be gone all day. God knows the crazy crap that I got up to as a kid with uh, with a bunch of other kids. And, oh, you know, another thing back in those days, like just uh, talk about free ranging. I mean, everybody had like a bunch of people had dogs and there was no like no leashing. No. There was just packs of dogs, including ours, uh, running about uh, through the neighborhood. We'd be out and it's like, hey, there's the dogs, you know, go interact with them for a minute. And then they take off uh, into the woods. A lot of ticks, <laughs> you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, pre-Lyme disease. Uh, undiagnosed Lyme diseases. That's what I was thinking. Undiag <laughs> a lot of undiagnosed Lyme disease back oh, yeah, in those yeah. days. We're all like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it's just crazy. So anyway, 
um yeah well <laughs> did we have a topic here for today because yes uh, we do uh please <laughs> don't uh, you know honestly uh, we're getting right to hockey guys and uh you know it's enjoyable to 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 get a picture of where uh some hockey players came from where raleigh came from uh where uh where lance comes from the world he comes from uh, but today we want to bring with you uh, to you a hockey topic that I think uh, is is quite important because it it uh, it can change your entire year and you don't think about it until you've seen it like several times. The first time you see it, you're just going to want to go. You're going to want to like launch and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is a great idea. But then when you've seen it a few times, uh, I urge caution. And what I'm talking about here is if your kid is picked to be on uh, a much better team than his peers. So like uh, you've been playing with a group of kids and they've been playing A and then the next year your kid gets picked for AAA. Uh, I have a cautionary tale that happened this year uh, with a group uh, around one of my boys teams. And this person uh, got pulled up out of this, uh, this A team and all of their friends on the A team the parents were pissed at this kid and his parents. And it wasn't because he wasn't a good kid. He was a very good kid, but they thought he was about the same as their kids. Right. And all of a sudden a AAA coach reached up and said, I want you on the team. And from then on those parents and the kids were really mean to that kid. Now on AAA, the kid did fine. It wasn't like uh, they lit up the world or anything like that. They were younger uh, and they were a younger player that probably, you know, that could have easily stayed on the other team too, but uh, they came up and I, I don't know about you guys, but if I were a first year parent and I had my kid and he got on a triple A team and the coach is like, oh yeah, we really want your kid. I would probably be like, oh, that sounds great. But it really socially can mess with a kid's uh, experience and you want your kid to be happy uh, playing hockey or else he's not going to want to continue. You know what I mean? It's, I, I don't know how much experience you guys have had with that, but there have been years that have demoralized your kids. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Well, well I, I, I mean, not even just my kid. I mean, I I've got, we've got plenty of stories, but, and there's a lot to unpack with this, but I, I want to um, hit me with, ask, wanna, hit me with, yeah, go ahead. I want to ask for clarification here. So in this situation, did the kid that was going that had been recruited to go play triple a was this this fact known while the other team was still playing and there were still games going no or was it an after nope. between and just after an extra the year? year that's right no it wasn't like uh, something that uh, that they were bragging about while playing on another team this was the next year new leaf turned new page turned all the other kids are playing this level this person was a year younger than most of the players around him and he was really ostracized from his old team and the mother of this boy was i thought treated really unfairly by a lot of mothers uh if 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 you know it's being reported back to me through this mother and you know you can sometimes get bad information from a hockey parent because they're really emotionally wrapped up in things. Right. right. So I, you know, I can't guarantee that, but it sounded pretty mean, you know, and, and, and this seemed like a pretty authentic person. So I'm, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I'm going to say that, and I don't know if this person would have moved their kid up again, uh, given this, if they could go back and replay that year, I could tell from their voice uh, that it was like, Oh God, 
you know, yeah, it was fun and everything, but you know, I can't, we can't even talk to all the people that we started out with. Um, and you know, we probably will play with them again, you know, and, and now they're all just so mean. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, just be careful of the, I, I like, you know, everybody thinks it sounds great. Uh, but the social component, uh, I think is there. And like I said, demoralized kids do not play, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, trans uh, transcendent hockey. They just don't. Well, let me so, ask you, Randy. So am yeah. I correct in, in assuming here that not only did the kid move up to this team uh, when his peers didn't, but he was also moving up to a team that was a higher age group. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Really. It's two years. Uh, you know, this, this person could have been two years below, uh, uh, but you know, there was some one year, you know, the age band, that that this person is playing in was two years well that i mean that, that's the other thing it's uh, you know i i've said for a long time it tends to be that the best uh kind of experience you can have is when there's a a, a leveling of the field in terms of age and we've talked a lot about the um you know the two-year difference and you know, when you have uh, a team where like half the team's uh, 04 and half the team's 05, it's just natural that, you know, when once you get past that major minor year difference, kids move up a whole age group. So this idea that kids that aren't the same in the same birth year are going to stay together, that's just not the reality for really in, for any kind of age group where you've got a two year span. And then, yeah, so and like, so then you add person, in kids yeah. that are younger playing up all the time, whether that be, you know, a kid who's a minor year player, who's one of a couple playing on a halt, you know, it, it's just, it's natural that there's going to be, you know, the, the kids aren't going to be together. It could be your best buddy one year. And then that kid is in a different age group the next year. You can't play together. It's just not going to happen. No, and, uh, but, but you know, it's, it, it, you don't have to be really mean to the people who who get chosen by another coach. You know, I I I think there is something in the DNA of humans because we talked about this with monkeys, right? Raleigh? Right. Right. Yeah. That when you get something that somebody else there was a there's a famous uh, monkey experiment that Raleigh was talking about, where the monkeys <laughs> I don't I don't know. By the way, I might I'm misrepresenting this totally <laughs> already, but okay. So the monkeys on one side got to watch other monkeys get things that they didn't get. And they right. were freaking pissed off. Yeah, These the, the, the it was like fucking monkeys. Yeah, it was yeah. like food that they oh, got, and and one was... and the one group got something really not really that they loved, some yeah. piece of food, and right. the other group got like food, oatmeal, but it was like something they didn't plain. like. Yeah. And the and the ones uh, that got the crappy food were so outraged they literally wouldn't eat the crappy food and threw it at, and were were enraged. And you know yeah. this is just how uh, it kind of suggests that uh, people are humans are uh, pre-programmed to take umbrage to any situation where they feel that they are um, getting short shrift where they're getting cheated or are or, or, or put upon. And uh, you, this really, it's hard for people to kind of uh, justify or, or yeah, you know, deal with this. Also, also but there's also Randy, the, the other factor that, uh, that we've talked about in the past too, is that, you know, not only are maybe they're getting uh, ostracized by their age group, 
But what about uh, what about the guys um, that that are so excited? The parents are so proud. My kid got chosen for the higher level team with the older boys, and and then they get there and they realize it's not what they bargained for. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, by the like, way, you know, Randy, I had three years. Oh, in yeah, a row. that's what I wanted. Yeah, please yeah. go ahead. That's exactly we, what I wanted to open the door to. We played three years in a row where they brought in a kid who was one year uh, younger and a, a special uh, kid, right? A special kid that they needed to bring in. Well, I didn't think he was that special. <laughs> no, I know, but that's what they always act like. They always act like, oh, oh this kid's younger, but he's really special, guys. Right. So he's like, good. He's like, oh, this kid's well, this is where it this is where it starts because people are like, um, the, the second year people are like, um, well, is this kid really so good that they're anointed? Like I'm looking at them and I don't see they're that good. They're like an average player on our team. <laughs> Well, you know, the other thing, too, in our situation, Randy, that no, made it difficult was not only was, you know, um, I think it wasn't it wasn't the, the team that was so much told that this person's special, this person's bringing some. It was more the, the, the kids' parents and, they you know, and they bought into this that my kid's special and he needs to be here and he's earned the right to be here. Then they get on the team. And, uh, uh, and, and then we had talked about the fact that it really, if, if you're going to do that, you better, you better gauge your child well, because a couple of things that came from it the first two years was that in both instances, the maturity level between the, that one year was dramatic. And the players on the team, you know, my sons included, looked upon the, the, the particular players and felt like, you know, like almost like, oh, they're, they're babies. You know, we're well, men, no, they're babies. Well, think about this. The, the, how many third graders and fifth graders are really good friends in like, it, don't you ever hear your kids come yeah, home? Because exactly. my kids kid would come home, home and be like, oh, the fourth graders were such idiots. And, you know, they're fifth graders. They're not like, they're not like, you know, 22. But they'd be like, oh, right. the fourth graders were stupid morons. Now, now, when my daughter was a fifth grader, she would complain about the fourth graders to no end. So just imagine that a third grader is now on her team. Of course, it's going to be a challenge. You you know, there are really cool third graders out there, Raleigh. I met a couple when I was in third grade, but I didn't <laughs> think about it when I was in fourth grade. I didn't think any of their right. third graders were that cool in no, it's, fourth it grade. It seems like an incredible difference. Like, uh, you it know, does. your perception, I can remember being like an eighth grader in the school and seeing guys in the upper school who were like, seniors who were like 17 18 to me they look like adults i'm sure they didn't look like they weren't you know that that was just my perception but the difference to me was you know i'm a i'm a child and there's an adult over there um you know it was a what four year difference uh the other thing i like to uh but you do have to you do have to picture though raleigh as a young man and i've seen pictures he was a good-looking young man. I mean, this dude was suave as I don't know shit. what pictures you've no, seen. These are the pictures. <laughs> I have seen this kid. He, this dude was like, uh, he, was, he was the 12th grader's nightmare because he would be punching up to the 11th grade girls. I guarantee it. Oh, well. You know. Wow. No, I'm not kidding. Go into my not... old stories of uh, issues, things that happen on the bus. Yes, but, uh, I, I am telling you, though. I want to just... go back to uh, when my son was six. And uh, six, maybe six and a half. <clears throat> and we had some 
you know, it's in that, that might age group. And we had a couple of kids on the team that were like four. And I, I remember my son <laughs> complaining to me vociferously about, you know, playing some of the games with those kids. And, you know, you'd be like, ah, he, he drives me crazy, dad. He's, every time I'm going, I try to go up the ice and then he's right my way. You know, it, my six-year-old son, just irate. And I, I have to say, the difference between a four-year-old, I was like, how is this kid even like, propelling playing? himself like, it, forward? Yeah, can barely speak. You uh, <laughs> can barely articulate words. And uh, dad has to put all the equipment on. But, you know, it, it was part of me was like really impressed. But I could also kind of see my, my son's uh, point of view on it. Uh, the, the four-year-old okay. was some incredible for a four-year-old, but yeah. not developed anywhere near what my son was at six. So, okay. you know. My case for this, though, is that these are these are AAA. This is a AAA team. And this kid is good. You know what I mean? It isn't that, you know, if you looked at, at, at them well, the on the ice. the four-year-old was amazing for a four-year-old. <laughs> I know. I know. But I mean, it, <laughs> even for like, but he wasn't amazing for a six-year-old, right? the kid was really good he could skate just, and everything okay, that's okay. why he was there I i'm guess. just saying he's not out of place uh, uh th this kid uh, is not out of place except um i think the social ostrac uh, ostracizement ostracism ostracism yes. ostracism thank you uh is 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 really uh you know if you if you uh listen to the the story that i heard uh you'll think that the social ostracism was you know, significant for the kid and the parents. And I, I, I would just, I would, uh, I would caution parents for, uh, and also this kid doesn't play very much because um, what we're talking about, yes, yes, they do belong there. They're good, but they don't, you know, two years well, younger, they're, well, they're going to have go. a See, hard time playing much. This, uh, is, this is the problem. Like uh, yeah. this is the whole other thing. So yeah, the, the, fir the first thing you brought up is just, you know, um, if you, you know, are people are people inherently jealous, and uh, are you likely to be rewarded for moving on to bigger pastures? I think you know, if if you're on the other side of that, uh, it's somewhat natural for human beings and parents to feel a little tinge of jealousy and sort of a question of like, well, is my kid really uh, not good enough to uh, to be getting that type of placement? Um, that that's understandable, and and if you're uh, an evolved human being, you should be able to rationalize that and say, Hey, you know, I'm not looking at this. I mean, why the, we're all hockey I, parents. I'm not sure if we're evolved coach. I, well, I can you know, tell you that. Right. I would not put myself in that group. So I don't know if I can, I can put uh, well, impress it, I, that upon I, another understandable group. The, the, the emotions, but you should be able to look at it rationally and say, there's no reason somebody else's success should um, be an impediment to my kid's success. They'll have success or not, and that has nothing to do with this other person. So when you talk about parents who are jealous and or angry at this family, that's not uh, that's not a rational way to look at it. Um, however, I, I agree, and and, and I'm glad. Then, then I'm the glad other you bring thing is yeah. kids that are young, younger playing up, and uh, we and we also talked about that, and I think that's a separate topic. But let's get into it because you already put these things together. Well, um, I just wanted to make certain uh, that that I, you feel like Lance. If have you said enough about the kid that gets special, I mean, was there anything else you wanted to uh, chip in there about like some kid that came along, played up, and you saw that their parents were also uh, awkward because of it, and the kid was awkward. 
and that it actually led to a bad year or a year where somebody got demoralized. Has that ever uh, crossed your path? I mean, it, it was, like I said, in our situation, the, <coughs> excuse me, the biggest issue was the kid was, was definitely not as mature as the players on the team. So he got ostracized, you know, just because in fact, he just didn't fit in. Like you said, it was just like, almost like, you know, a kindergartner trying to fit in with, with junior high school kids. And so uh, he just, his maturity level was just really uh, a a factor there. And then, um, then, you know, the parents got mad and then, you know, but what, what, what could the parents do? You know, like they were like demanding, like the kids have to, you had to be friends with him and, and the kids, you know, didn't want to be forced to be friends with somebody that well, that's they a good point. Haven't you ever seen like a, a, a coach try to force two people to be friends? Yeah, that, that always works. Oh, always works. I mean, <laughs> exactly. they're like, Hey, like Timmy. And you're like, no, I don't like Timmy. Yeah. Like we him. had the, we had the exact same thing happen where the coat, you know, I look back up on this and I'm like, uh, it's one of those situations where I was like, I was so right. And yet, you know, I was, uh, I was, uh, punished for, for being right about it because uh, I made every effort to, that's a podcast, by the way, that's a podcast in and of itself. Uh, yeah. I'm so you were right. And you were punished in hockey. As they say, no no good deed goes unpunished. And, um, um, we, we had this exact situation where, um, you know, I, I did everything I could to convince the coach that, look, we got a couple of kids, they're underage. Um, uh, <laughs> they're not underage. They're, they're, they're minor year players. And we have almost an entirely uh, major year team. And there's, and there's like a kid that is major year and he's a little less experienced, but he's got all this natural talent should take him and not take the, the kid. That's the minor year kid. And, um, and the coach said, yeah, you know, you're right. And I'm not going to do it. And then of course, what does he do? He takes the, the minor year kid and that minor <laughs> year kid, well, there was a couple of them, so I, I can't, you know, say across the board that, that none of them belonged there. One of them, one of them definitely belonged there, but he was he was some more mature. This kid was very, very immature in that same kind of way. The uh, the other uh, the other kids responded to him. I wouldn't say it was mean, but they, you know, they they would like, you know, they'd be in the locker room and he'd try to be saying something, and the other kids would just make fun of him because they just thought it was uh, humorous uh, some of the things that he would say. So, um, so there was, there was a lot of that. And then at that, that, uh, led into, uh, recrimination later where, um, you know, there was accusations of, oh, those kids are bullying him. It's like, well, have you been in the locker room and heard some of the stuff that he says? And, you know, just, uh, you know, t- he's, the kid was just trying to, in his own way, um, you know, uh, act within the social group. And there's naturally you know, with a bunch of boys that are the age of 11 and 12 going to be some, uh, some back talk and some uh, ridicule that, yeah. that goes on. So that, so that happened. And then um, the, and then the kid didn't really uh, have, have a great year, you know, performance and numbers wise. And I remember at the end of the year, um, we've talked about this many times, how the coach just made it his, his mission to prove everyone that was a naysayer about this wrong by taking the kid and giving him like every opportunity at the end of the year, like he basically changed the power play so that this kid went out on the power play one unit, every single power play in the last, like, 
I don't know, uh, eight to 10 games. Uh, and the kid, uh, because the kid hadn't, hadn't got any, any goals or assists. Yeah. And, and now course, I, I know who this kid is, by the way. Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> this. and so, uh, and then, it couldn't help but, you know, note at the end of the year, he did not have one single point in all those opportunities that, you know, he took away from some other kids that, uh, you know, were norm- probably arguably should have been on, on all those power plays. Uh, but that kid, uh, it did not help him. He did not uh, actually get the point. And I was just wondering, like, after all, you know, you're like a game nine that you're doing this. Is there a point at which, like, if the kid did score, like maybe an assist, that the coach would have been like, you see, I was right all along. <laughs> like, I just couldn't understand it. So uh, I, I don't think that was great for that kid. I mean, not coaches nice get on coaches get on rails, uh, like 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 train tracks. Yeah, <clears throat> they get on rails, and they can only go to one destination. Sometimes this is a you know it's an imperfect metaphor, but I have many coaches I've run into, and you know. You, they say, you know, I, I want to go somewhere warm uh, in the country. And you're like, okay, let's head to Florida. And they're like, okay. And they start chugging off to Denver. And the, the train tracks don't change in the middle. You just have to go to Denver once you start down those train tracks. And they don't ever end up in Florida. You know, it's like you, you agree with them. Oh, Florida is where we want to go. Or right. Let's say uh, Florida's not that great. Let's go with uh, uh, let's go with Montana. Montana's where you want to go, <laughs> but you you always uh, this you know like the coach gets on the rails and he's like, oh, we ended up in Vegas. I hope that's okay. And you're like, that's nothing like Montana. We talked about Montana, coach, and now we're in Las Vegas. And you know some of those coaches would have a pretty good time in Vegas, but uh, I, I don't think it was the always. You know they're on rails. They want a certain thing. They move towards a certain, uh, and they cannot break the paradigm. They absolutely can't get off that route once they've started down the. Well, the, that's the that's that's an easy way to let somebody off. I, I would also say it's sometimes it's just a, you know, a stubborn refusal to uh, to accept that the thing you believed wasn't true and wasn't right, and you were just wrong. Uh, I mean, how, how many how many kids did you have to, you know? Uh, not not give the opportunity that most teams would have provided them so that you can try and prove this point. And uh, I, I didn't, I didn't appreciate it when it happened. And uh, I know coach, back I, on it. now I'm feeling like I feel like I stepped across that, that train track. Now you just hit me with the train. I'm sorry. Right. You're, you're right. I well, mean, you know, um, you know, I know the situation I, you're talking yeah, about. It, it should you have, are 100% that shouldn't right. have happened. And uh, you know, there was a kid that should have been on the team and wasn't. Uh, because of that. And, and, and so, I mean, it just kind of goes back to the, uh, you know, this age group thing. I think, you know, it's, it's just more egalitarian for everybody if everybody's the same birth year, because then you don't have these type of situations come into play. And then, um, you know, we also talked about another kid that we knew that there was a kid that uh, was a, a minor year player on a team, again, was almost entirely major year players. And the kid, the reason the kid was on the team was because he was uh, at the particular age group, uh, exceedingly uh, fast skater, very, very good. So um, the next year, the following year after that, um, well, the, the, that particular team um, won, ended up winning state championship. It was, you know, uh, quite a, quite a great year for all the people that were uh, participants of it. And, um, but that kid didn't, he didn't, uh, play a ton. 
he was, I, I believe, playing like third third uh, line minutes. So kind of a little bit of discouragement. And then the next year went AAA and again, didn't get the, a lot of the opportunities that he was looking for. And the following year uh, quit, quit the game of hockey, which to me is just a sad story line. Is and I think with, that's why we need to talk about this is because yeah. you might. Right. If he would have stayed kid. down, he would have had fun. Right. And, and, and would have been like, he would have been the, the first line of the team at his birth year if he had stayed at the at the original club and, and everybody the would have loved team. him you know yeah. you know that's what I mean everybody would have loved him he would have he would have uh, been with kids his own age uh, I, you know i'm i'm not uh, trying to um, to tell people that they have to uh, play with kids their own age i'm not uh, i think you have said uh, that it's a good idea raleigh i totally yeah. agree with you um i'm saying try to you know, uh, try, you're going to be really excited if your kid gets onto this great team, but make sure that the kid is a first or second liner on that great team. If he's a third exactly. liner, don't go, you know, just don't go. It's not right. worth it. Uh, and, and, um, and I hope you don't mind. I had one other short topic that I wanted to hit you with. No, uh, no but let me, let me just okay. uh, add one little thing, which is please, please. someone said to me a long time ago and man, there's nothing truer. Every year on every good AAA team, the about half or more of the third or fourth line turns over and the team goes and looks to upgrade those third and fourth line spots. So just be, be aware of that. Like, uh, you know, uh, that you could go into a, a, a situation and not realize that, Hey, you're part of the, the, uh, expected turnover here and we're looking to upgrade um that and your kids slotting right in and it doesn't matter you know because by that point especially if there's a team where the kids have been playing for the same you know organization and coach for a number of years the, a lot of the, the coaches sort of have this idea like this is my you know these are our our star players this is our little, little star nucleus here and they go from team to team and the coaches have this expectation this this kid's going to be you know um carrying all the water and and, and not- that violates a lot of my by the way that violates my sense you know because like in hockey you're used to being shit upon you know what i mean like all the kids are used to getting shit and then all of a sudden they decide that there's one or two kids that they're going to treat nice and that's what i don't like because i'm like right. hey that's not fair i've seen my kid get <laughs> crapped on for six years and there's like one kid that you could have been nice this entire time, you know, cause you lo- look at this kid and you're like, Hey, they're nice to that kid. And you're like, what? Right. I, they were never nice to my kid. The kid that can make any mistake. Yes. And uh, it won't for matter. For some reason. Yeah. yeah for, because... because the name on his Jersey says blank. And you're like, Oh great. Well, blank is so cool. You know, I, I, I'm like, it's violating a, <laughs> a, a very basic part of hockey, which is just crap all over everybody, coaches and, and program managers and, and, uh, and and um, uh, I don't know clubs don't don't pick out a couple favorites because that that lets us in on the secret that you can be nice to us and you just refuse to. Right, you've just yeah. picked. picked well, you know, too, Randy. Don't we we can't <laughs> gloss over what you had said before, which was so important about uh, you know having fun and playing the right level. And I'll, and I'll give you the perfect example. When he was 15 years old, Sidney Crosby played at Shattuck. He played on the 18 team and he led the team in scoring. 
So he it was probably a, a, an okay move for him to play up three years at that time. But then there's other guys who who are playing on teams, like you said, and they're just not playing. And and I go back to how much fun are you having? And, and you know, we talked about, I think, in one of the episodes, my son is a perfect example. You know, he's playing on one team and he's fighting for minutes. Another team wanted him. He was moved. And and he's on the first line. And I'll never forget his, his second game in, uh, he's out there in overtime, three on three, scores the game-winning goal. And we're asking him, are you having fun? You know, I, how many of times course. did you play in overtime on the old team? And the answer was zero. I'm like, yeah. so so to, so is he in the right place now? Well, I would say yes, because he's right. having fun. He's playing a lot. And every coach will tell you, you're not going to, you know, even though you got the big ego riding and my my 15-year-old's on the 18 team, if he's on the bench the whole time, he's probably not having fun and he's probably not getting any better. Yeah, they, they studied this and they they asked this exact question. It's like, would you rather be on a, a team that is a, uh, you know, a championship caliber team and you're not going to play very much? Or would you rather be on a team that's not that good, but you play all the time? And across, the kids are like, put me on the team where I'm, I'm going to play. That's that's settled. There's yeah. there's no reason to even debate it. Right. And I get signs. There's all sorts of, you know, it's everything on, on the spectrum. And I, I get, you know, but, but I will say, man, if your kid has like the, the, the situation with that one kid, if your kid has, I've seen this a lot, maybe a couple of down years where they feel like they're not um, measuring up and they're, that, that's a great way to, for, for a kid to kind of, uh, get despondent and feel like this isn't fun. Why am I doing it? Uh, it sure, it sure does take the the fun out of something when you feel like you have no accomplishment, no one's really appreciating what you're doing, and somehow you're you're not measuring up and you're failing. And I think it's a lot p- more possible that a younger kid who also doesn't have the friends supporting him and doesn't see, you know, uh, like th- these are this is kids my same age and some of these guys are also going through the same thing then, then it you know it's a lot easier for that to become personal and uh you know it's yeah no playing well makes you the cool kid in the locker room too i mean you know it, so it's like if you can be on a, your own own uh age and be cool that's so much better than being the lame kid in an older locker room uh, and that's not always saying that's going to happen. I don't think all hockey kids are bad, by the way. I think a lot of hockey kids are really nice and, and welcoming. Um, uh, but I do see it sometimes, and that's why I wanted to report on it. Uh, the one other story I wanted to bring up, which was the flip side of that, I saw a kid that got dropped down off of his team. Uh, he was uh, a, a player that was playing at a certain level, and he got dropped to the lower level, and all of his friends moved on. Um, and the kid... Uh, you know, you'd think, oh my God, that's going to just like gut him, right? No, he played a great year. He was first line. He uh, he he really grew, uh, uh, it, uh, you know, he got a lot of skills. Uh, everybody loved him in the uh, locker room. And the next year he was on the team with all those kids again. Uh, so, you know, the the kid that was, uh, that was not double A and got dropped down uh, at a certain point, um, he took it. Uh, he took the demotion. He played his heart out, and uh, and he really did well. And uh, 
And so don't always look at a demotion as being uh, a net negative either. There are times when, uh, you know, when a kid can go through something like that and really kind of find a love for the game and, and, and figure out why he wants to play so bad. And, and, and that, that happened uh, right in front of my eyes. Uh, and I thought that was a, that was a, a nice story to, to kind of end on. Well, yeah, I know a guy, absolutely. Randy, that, that happened to also. Go ahead, please. And that was uh, uh, some, some kid I, that people probably never heard of by the name of uh, Nate McKinnon. When he was at Shattuck, ah. he did not make their marquee team like a lot of the other guys his age. He played on the lower tier team. And like you said, did he let it bother him, eat him up? No, he went out. He was first line, led the team in scoring. And now I'm not quite sure where he's at. He's in like. Yeah, he's, he's in the best team in the league, I believe. <laughs> uh, that's what I've heard. I've heard the uh, Colorado Avalanche uh, snap that kid <laughs> up and, and made him a, a, a lifer. Uh, and that was the smartest thing the Avalanche has done since uh, they put the C on Joe Sackick. Uh, but uh, well, there's a, there's um, a no, lot of people I, that uh, that have not made a team they wanted to make, um, or uh, you know ended up um, be, let's say maybe put on the JV team when they wanted to be on the varsity. Uh, you know the story happens a lot. Um, it's uh, how you deal with that is really the predictor of, of, you know, where you might go. If, yeah. And I've uh, some, seen, some I've seen it fold up the, the carpet and say, that's it. And some people, not many though, not, not, not many in hockey. I, they really do love the sport. I think uh, I've seen it work out much more on a kid that got sent down and then bounced back up. than I have a kid that bounces up too early. Uh, I see those kids kind of flag off uh, more. So I'm like, yeah, it, you know, yeah. It, it feels good to, to bounce up, but I'm telling you, uh, uh, don't feel too bad if it bounces down. That's all I'm saying. You know, what, I, 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 I got to tell you one more really quick, Randy. Okay, one more, Lance. Because uh, uh, I just Lance. heard this. Uh, Kathy and I were watching yesterday the, you know, they retired Dustin Brown, the Kings, his jersey. And they had a, like a two hour special and a presentation. And he talked about the fact his first year, 18 years old, first year with the Kings. You know, he said that, um, uh, you know, he was playing very minimally, hardly played at all. You know, it was hard on the ego. Uh, it was a grind. It was a struggle to be there. And you're sitting more than you're playing. And uh, he said at the end of the season, he said he didn't know where he would be today. But at the end of the season, the NHL went on strike. So the team moved him down to the minor league team where he was a superstar and he said, I was playing first line. I was playing penalty kill. I was playing power play. You know, I had success. My confidence grew immensely. He said, and if it wasn't for that uh, kind of uh, bit of luck that, that there was a strike and he was forced down, he said, he didn't know where he would have been today that he needed that opportunity to be, you know, a big fish in a little pond, you know? That's a great story, right. Lance. Great story from a great player. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, if you don't mind, guys, I, we need to wrap this up. These people are listening on the way to their practice. Uh, even those people in California <laughs> traffic are, are like, come on, wrap it up, guys. Uh, so uh, I, I'd like to play uh, uh, Ducks or Lions in this case uh, for the girls, because I promised you Ducks or Lions for the girls. Uh, <laughs> All for right. 12 AAA, Ducks or Lions? Ducks. 
Ducks. Rally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 14 AAA Ducks or Lions? Ducks. Ducks. Actually, they're tied six, uh, both wow. four and two. So, I mean, the goal Which you could still argue Ducks is correct. Yeah. No, Ducks <laughs> is still, you, you got 50% of it right there. Uh, 16 AAA Ducks or Sharks? Ooh. Ducks. Ducks again, yes. Uh, there are no lions for that. And the 18 AAA Ducks or Angels? Who are the Angels? The San Diego Angels, uh, as a matter of fact. Okay, yeah. got to be the Ducks, right? <laughs> it is indeed the Ducks yet again. Now, that's and interesting. Is it's not Angels 18U, team? it's 19U. Yeah. Is that is that a team that used to be the Gulls? No, they actually used to play baseball in Anaheim, uh, the uh, Anaheim Angels. Uh, <laughs> no, I and know they, that. I'm they put together is... they put together a girls hockey team, and uh, of all of the players' daughters, and uh, they just sent them to eight nineteen U. Well, there used to be a lot of, uh, um, well, I, I don't know, a lot of. There used to be uh, the Gulls used to have um, a pretty good uh, competitive girls program down there. Um, I'm guessing that's, that's where it came. from from i i didn't mean to slough you off by the way raleigh uh yeah. yeah i'm guessing that the angels play out of uh out of the same rink i i don't know uh but uh but yeah uh there there are only Have you noticed that these things when you throw these non sequiturs at me that i just go on like <laughs> you don't them. listen to me anymore you have totally shut down to any of it's, my it's just your act I, i've i've seen I it i i know it now so. you're so tired of it he's like these people can go to hell i'm going forward with my goals comparison no matter what this blank says i got it i got it coach like uh, you know, uh and anyway baseball team in anaheim <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes us work coach uh, is i, know, I throw I things at you you look at me like i'm an idiot and <laughs> uh and that that just it kind of sets up our uh, our wild and uh and woolly ways anyway uh thank you all for listening to episode 25 of the youth hockey podcast and always uh if you have a comment or a, a topic that you'd like to hear us cover please email us at youthhockeypodcast at gmail.com, youthhockeypodcast at gmail.com. Get your kids on the ice for the last few weeks. Enjoy these last few weeks. Tryouts are right around the corner, and we just can't wait. So uh, please enjoy yourselves, and we'll see you next week. Remember to visit Gabe Gifford Hockey. The link is in the description and the webpage below.